back into Albion having been nearly decapitated. Okay, y'all, so, uh, <clears throat> that's, uh, a whole lot of not great. I'm still fucking disoriented. I'm, uh, oh boy, this is less than ideal, gang. So, uh, I was staring at the ground from the sky. So, uh, this is, uh, that was not a stable portal. And, uh, I don't know how we're getting back quite yet. We gotta figure that out. Huh. Oh, that's... That is... That yeah. is most unusual. Yeah, sure is. Um, good news is we got Dez on the other side, and, uh, I'm sure Dez can figure out a way to get us back, but, uh, for now... We smash cut to Dez freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm, like, over here right now going, Oh my god, how the heck is she gonna figure this out by herself? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, jeez. So, yeah, you gang on the other side there, um, you have with you a native to the Never Never, Phoebe the Wolfware. She seems quite confused by your description of what was on the other side of that, uh, that tear when you stuck your head through. Mm, yeah, so, um, hey, Phoebe, you, uh, you, you know where the hell we are right now in the Never Never? Hmm, let me check my Never Never map. I have it on my on my phone. It is a GPS, but for never... No, I don't know where we are. See, I knew where this joke was going, and I knew it was going to suck, but I let you do it anyway. Yeah, that was not one of your best there, Phoebe. I am just getting acquainted with this human sarcasm. It's not in my nature, at least not normally. Ugh, that's why I'm so bad at it. Look. Sorry for your loss. You are my favorite for this reason. I kill you last. Now, <laughs> oh. that's nice. There was uh, another dose of a uh, fun sarcasm, and also a reference to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, uh, guess I know what Ooh. movies John's been showing. Oh God, Albion. That was not a reference. I don't. <laughs> Who is this man? We're not going to deal with that, that right now. There is way too much to uncover there. Anyway, perhaps we should focus on the task at hand. Yeah, said sorry. The least serious member of the group. Usually. Yeah, sorry. I'm just mildly <laughs> freaked out right now, and I'm trying to compensate for the panic surging through my system. Yeah, you almost died. I did almost die, and not even in the way I usually almost die, because I can handle okay, that. You're welcome, well, by the way. These two are being dramatic. Phoebe, do you have a specific place here? Like, I know you're from here. Is there like a place we can locate that you used to like? No, is there something to look out Your for? Face is dramatic. Okay. Okay. If <laughs> if the boys would shut up, I might be able to actually focus and sort of ground myself <laughs> and figure out where I am and how to get to somewhere that would be a little more what I'm familiar with. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we agreed. No talking about yes. Arnold Schwarzenstein. Stuker Sly is shutting up and playing games on his phone. <laughs> okay. Phoebe is going to take a moment and reach out, sort of touch the ground physically, and uh, just sort of while bent down, closing her eyes and focusing, she takes a moment to sort of take in the environment, and then uh, she sort of snaps upward and says, well, I do not know exactly where we are. I think I know where we should go, but we should go there quickly. All of you okay. can make me an alertness roll right now. 
Your target is uh, a five. Alrighty. Ah, uh, shit. Alright, I'm gonna hit a four, not a five. That's a six, babe. Add two. Okay, so, uh, Ro, now that you have had this warning, you are aware uh, that there is some noise in the background of this uh, environment, because you've been focusing on a lot of different things, trying to figure out where you are, sort of this terror in reality over here, just a bunch of different things uh, to focus on. But you now notice that there is this noise that seems to be getting slightly louder, as if it were getting closer, but it is very faint, and you only picked up on it through concentrated effort. Uh, the closest mm -hmm. thing you could compare it to is having seen a movie where a predator is stalking closer to prey. Okay, um, we, we need to go. All right, let's move. Follow me. I may be able to find somewhere for us to go. Okay. Meanwhile, on planet Earth. So, Christine, Desdemona mm -hmm. is probably freaking out a little bit right now, given that you just were using the site and looking at some stuff. Mm-hmm. And also three, four of your friends are gone. Yep. And you don't know where they went. Yes. Is, uh, is she able to... She was able to close the site. No yes. problems. Yeah, okay, she looked cool. at Wes to to ground herself and actually find something familiar to look at to, you know, not take damage once. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you still have some mental stress on you, but um, yeah. no consequences. So great. So you are you are standing in front of a shed surrounded by three friendly werewolves and everybody is kind of kind of silently panicking oh can, can, can i borrow your phone Wh who are you addressing uh, any of the werewolves who live there okay i didn't know if you were looking at someone specifically uh, no just like you know can, can i borrow the house phone uh, oh uh sure yeah john john's just like yeah uh, yeah of course of course okay thank you and uh she, she's gonna go inside and uh try to reach Warden beaumont okay you attempt to call Ward and Beaumont, and you get a voicemail. You get his voicemail. He doesn't have a voicemail. That's right, he doesn't. It just rings. My bad. Mm -hmm. You attempt to Dang call it. Warden Beaumont, and uh, his number just rings. He's probably out. Okay. Um. Mm, I. She's gonna go back to the shed and be like, um. Okay, so um, I've not really done this very much before. Um, do you guys like have any um, any Fresh bread or something sweet, candy, honey, Nutella. Um, do you have any leftover pizza by any chance? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, John is just kind of snapped out of this moment of shock by realizing, oh, there's something to do that might actually work and help. So he's like, yeah, oh, okay, um, yes, let's, let's go, let's raid the pantry, uh, I think we should have some leftover pizza. I, uh, what are you? What are you trying? I I need to phone a fairy. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, he just kind of looks at you, like processing the words, like oh, um, dial yep, up noises. I, I I don't really know what I'm doing, but I gotta try something because my friends are are stuck on the other side, and oh, it's it's even worse than it looks. Don't. 
Oh, it's it's bad. It's not good. Okay, I we will follow your lead. I think that she's going to like just like take a stick and start like tracing a circle in the ground or something. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> you have never done this. You don't yep. actually know how to do it. It is not a piece of thaumaturgy or ritual that you actually know how to do. So you this are... This isn't something I would have seen someone else do at this point with my with my five lore score or something she would have picked up from learning thaumaturgy from Warden Beaumont or anything like that. So, so here's the thing. You might know some things about this. You probably have some knowledge uh, of what you're attempting to do. You are not practiced at it. You do not have... Yeah. It's not on your character sheet because it's not something that you mm, could yeah. realistically do reliably. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, you know, she at least probably has a bit of the idea theoretically. You know, like, in Fifth you Element, you know, theoretically. <laughs> yeah. So here's the fun thing about ritual magic. If you know the steps to take, literally anyone can do it, even if it's not on your character sheet. If it's a thing that's on your character sheet, it means that you know how to do it just like right there without looking up instructions. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a cell phone, right? I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have you make a scholarship roll right now, and your target is uh, four. Got a zero. It, what is your base scholarship score? Isn't it a four? It's two. Oh, it's two. Yes, it's two. It's been two for the whole time, pretty much. Oh, cool. I forgot. Except when it was a one. <laughs> awesome. And yep, I rolled two negatives. Oh, because... no. Yeah. Okay. I will remind you, you can spend a fate point for just a straight up reroll. <laughs> Only if you want to. Might as well have a fate point. I'm down to two. Watch me roll bad again. Uh, so that is a two because it's basically all evens out. Okay. So to get a particular stroke of inspiration um, to really help you out here, you you do not quite have it uh, unless you want to spend another fate point to boost that by two. Uh, otherwise, this is just going to be really, really hard and you have no idea mm. if it'll work. Uh, fine. I will. I will invoke. Um, I get by with a little help from my friends. My friends are currently in some sort of peril or danger. And I would also like to think that um, the people around me, my friends, have taught me a lot at the same time. Okay. Uh, Cool. I will take your fate point for that. And I will also have you (laughs) have this moment where you realize, yeah, okay, so my friends around me are great and know some things. Maybe they don't know this thing. You know who probably does? The internet. Yeah. Internet. There are literally people out there who practice witchcraft and talk about the shit they do online so maybe you could actually find the information you need on the world wide web Paranet, don't fail me now what about Jackie don't you do that don't you put your that evil on me Ricky Bobby <laughs> uh, so if you want to do a quick google search to try to find um, just like any sort of Google result that will tell you how to do a summoning circle. Uh, go right ahead. Give me a scholarship and your target is a two and to get better results is every two above that. Computer use. It's a scholarship trapping. 
<laughs> I just rolled four negatives. <laughs> no. And I have one fate point left, so it was all for nothing. Okay. Can't you send a okay. fate point to re-roll? Um, so Leaving me with no fate points with which to actually find you guys. Basically, what that's going to do is you're just going to have the, the, the timetable is just going to be worse. Like, you're sorting through bad results from dumb people who do fake magic. Um, like, y- you went to Wikipedia and were like, uh, this isn't helpful. And then you went to Wikipedia and you were like, oh, this is also not helpful. So, uh, this is just going to take you some time. Uh, That's fine. We'll die in the never, never. It's okay. You will find what you need. It's going to take a few minutes because this was hopefully your target was for instantaneous. So now we're at like a few minutes. (laughs) So that is a thing you can pursue. In the meantime, we have a chase going on between our intrepid heroes in another reality and something. And I will tell you that that something is five zones away. And should that gap at the end of a round be zero, then it will have caught you. And that will be very bad. You will be in some severe mortal peril. There is a, an endpoint that you are not perfectly aware of because you are trying to follow the guidance of Phoebe. So. Oh boy, another chase scene. Yeah, two chase scenes in a row. What? What is this? The what is this? The Blues Brothers? Anyway, what is this? A crossover episode? Yeah. All right. (laughs) So, uh, everybody, how are you? I'm gonna have um, the lead go to Phoebe because Phoebe has the best scores for this. And holy shit! Okay, Phoebe just rolled uh, perfect success. Yeah, she's gone. She's already gone. No, uh, what happens here is... Yeah, Yeah, she's like, later, bitches. (laughs) She's actually going to use a rule that is very cool, which is if you have a target you're rolling at and you succeed with extra, you get to turn that extra into an immediate other action for the value difference of the success uh, above. So what she is going to do, she's going to take that excess and turn it into a maneuver that is on the scene that basically is she is leaving you a clear track to follow, which is going to allow you to follow her more effectively and more easily. So you will be able to avoid some of the obstacles and reduce the obstacle value of the the zones you're trying to move through. So you have that available to you should you need it. So top Yay. of initiative is what, Albion? Uh, yeah, typically. Yeah. Okay. Or row. All right, what am I rolling athletics? Because yeah. I actually, using... I, I might just like turn and start. F- and um, if it, is it close enough that I can like, that I can tell where it is, whatever's chasing us? It is not. It is about five zones away from you. So if it were in the open, it would be quite distant, but it is clearly stealthy and is not right. uh, in current view. Then I am not going to shoot at it. Okay. All right, I'm just going to run. Athletics. Trying to keep up with Phoebe. Okay. No, come back here. My dice fell. Where did it go? Uh-oh. 
dice are on the floor. Yeah, I... Uh, it's vanished on me. Um, hold on. The worst place. Alright, um, that's gonna be an athletics roll of five. Okay, great. Uh, you will be able to completely catch up to Phoebe on that roll, because she moved three zones. This is unfamiliar territory, so you have sort of a standing two-base obstacle, uh, but other than that, uh, you were able to match all that good stuff. So, hooray! You're there, and you're not being left in the dust. Uh, next is the twos, which I believe is row and slide. Row's a three. I'm a three. Oh, you're a three, so you're with Albion. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what you um, doing? I'm running. Do I have a number to beat? You want to... You kind of want to get a five to stay caught up, but you do have a three-strength maneuver that you can uh, freely tag. So with the four I rolled, is that a seven then? Uh, yeah. If you choose to take the that, that guidance, you can catch right up. Yeah, okay. I'm doing that. Cool. Um, you could do some sort of maneuver right now or some other action with a strength of exactly two. Uh, that uh, it's, it's up to you. I... Assume that Overflow, I cannot baby. see what's behind us, right? Like I can't turn and like Not... shoot it because I don't know what's there. I mean, you could, you could attempt to dissuade it from following you by shooting it or talking to it. What is your implication? Shooting in the general vicinity, right? Sort of making uh, it have to approach more cautiously, lest yeah, it get a real, real fire. shot. <laughs> I'll do a little, uh, little uh, shooty shoot. Okay, so it's it's an automatic uh, thing that you don't have to roll for in this case. You just mm-hmm. get to take an action of strength two. So you've basically put a maneuver down of suppressing fire, which is uh, strength two. Yeah. Y'all haven't had a lot of overflow success other than maybe Sly, and I only just realized that this <laughs> rule was a thing. So we're going to use it. <laughs> Absolutely. And you haven't needed thought, it, man. I just thought we <laughs> haven't been earning it or something, because I've known about that for a no. while. A lot of the time, no. But <clears throat> now, Sly, yeah, what yeah. you doing? Uh, running, I guess. Okay. So, give me that sprint. So it's like, okay, a five to keep up with the group. And we can tag the thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I rolled a four. So if I tag the thing, that's seven? Or is that how that works? Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna do that. Okay. And I'm gonna kick a rock at it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have steel-toed boots. Why the fuck not? (laughs) You're just gonna spin and just kick a rock straight toward it as hard as possible. Uh, Okay. pretty much. I'm gonna call that one for it to really... Like, for that to be a thing, that's going to be an attack that it has to dodge. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's let's go. Let's see. It, it, so. it maybe doesn't know that you're doing this. Oh, especially if it rolls all terrible. Oh, that's a minus three on my dice. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. So, uh, <laughs> Sly, uh, you, you just sort of, as you're spinning there, you just kick a rock in this thing's general direction and uh, you start turning and running and after you do this this sweet soccer kick you hear uh, the sound of uh, a wounded animal 
because you made contact with this thing, with your rock. And uh, it sounds like a big cat. And when I say big cat, oh. I mean like the category of animal. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Get fucked. Okay, cool. You have made it angry. Let's let's Yay. have it follow you now. Okay, not amazing uh, dice results. So, with the suppressing fire, it looks like it has advanced two zones. So it actually has gotten one further away thanks to all of your efforts. Congrats. Okay, Phoebe's gonna try to take the lead. And Phoebe does. Phoebe is successful, and you now have. Uh, it's only a one strength, uh, one strength thing that you can tag to try to uh, follow her track. Like she's not as careful this time. Uh, she's like, "Oh, they they got this," and just boosh. So uh, next up to go is the threes, Albion and Row. I am gonna. Can I see the monster yet? Uh, it's it's a little further away than it was, and it is still skulking. Okay, so, well, if it's still skulking, I'm just gonna be like, All right, Phoebe, uh, how, how close are we to getting the hell out of Dodge? I don't know. All right, cool. Following your lead, then. That's uh, only a plus one, so that's an athletics of four. Okay. Um, you can take that free Sorry, one. athletics of three, rather. Oh, okay. So you'd be falling, like, one zone behind? Yep. That's, Which, that's yeah. not a huge deal. I can live with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you know, you're still following. It'll take a lot of effort for this thing to be upon you. All right. Bro. Yes. What I'm up? just going to con continue running. Okay. Do I still have the aspect to tag or is my three sufficient? Uh, the aspect you can tag only gives you uh, plus one on this one because of the uh, overflow success on this round. So you would be one zone behind with Albion. That's that's fine. I'm going to, yeah. Okay. Sly, after successfully kicking a rock at this thing and running to keep up, uh, what do you do now? Uh, I'm going to do more running. Okay. This is a thrilling adventure that we're having. Yay. Give me that run. Yeah, run. I rolled... Plus two, three. So I got a five, and then with the tag, it's six, right? Yeah. So you okay. are able to stay caught up with Phoebe. You have one excess. If you wanted to do something okay. with it. Can I kick another rock? You can. It's just not likely to hit, especially now that it knows your tricks. But okay. You can try. I might, roll, I, I might roll awful. How about I throw a stick instead? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna cool. throw a stick at its legs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cause improvised weapon. Yeah. It does not roll yeah. awfully this time, so it is yeah. uh, it is not impeded by uh, your efforts on this round. So. Damn. All yeah. right. <laughs> you got one good one. And. Shit. Okay, so it's gonna actually bump up by five zones. So it's. It is three zones behind Albion and Row, so you are starting to, uh, it's starting to come a little more into view. It's got a little less coverage to hide behind. Things are starting to open up a little bit here uh, from sort of like forested, uh, you know, woodland and snow. You're starting to get to something that's a little more 
open, less underbrush, uh, less covered underbrush. So it's it's got less places to hide. Uh, let's see. If you want to, uh, anybody can make me an alertness uh, to attempt to grab a little bit of information. And okay, your that's, target that's is going to be roll. the distance. So three for Albion in row, four for Sylvester. I got six. Awesome. Two. Three. Okay. Alpian, you were really not ever hoping to encounter one of these in your life. So you have a fair idea of what is following you. A Balrog has come. <laughs> Kick him in the ass. You shall not fuck with me. Um, the boxer guy? Street fighter? No. Uh, that's so, the one. Or the claw guy, because that's the one in Japan. Uh, no, you are being followed by uh, something that appears like a big cat. And if let's let's just say that it's panther-ish, except it is gray in color from what you can tell. Uh, it is large. It is lithe. It is clearly very strong and fast. And uh, you put together from knowing things, this is a mulk. Oh, shit. What that? Uh, that is a big old nasty fey cat. Uh, and in old time witch trials, uh, women were often accused of having a familiar that was one of these. Because, you know, black cats and scariness. Uh, but this is like that idea except for on roids and very, very fast. Oh, it's Teekle. So <laughs> they tend to be found in large groups of 20 or more. Ah. Uh, guys, guys, that's a mulk. And there's, well, there's one, there's a lot of them. So uh, let's fucking hoof it. That is a mulk. All right. Sylvester, we can't deal with that shit. That's why I'm kicking shit at it. Focus on running instead, <laughs> smartass. I can do both, fat ass. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. I'm not All fat. right. So <laughs> you are. I will tell you that if you make it to this clearing, you will actually have a uh, a round or two of uh, proper time to think, because you you have this understanding that hey, it's a predator. It knows that it's pursuing you. It's not just going to jump out in the open at you. Uh, that's not really going to make the most sense for it. So here we go. If you can make it to that clearing before it catches you, you are probably okay for now. All right. So Phoebe rolls just enough to make it to the clearing three zones away from her. So that is a three zone distance for Sly and four zones for the other two. Alrighty. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll in, I guess. Is that what you're telling me to do? If you're rolling athletics to try to get to relative safety, then yes. Alrighty. Cool. I that's a bad roll, y'all. That's a zero. Oh no. Oh, so I am going to uh, invoke. You know what? No, I'm just going to spend a fate point to re-roll it entirely. Yeah, that seems wise. That's way better. That's a that is a uh, plus four. OK, so is that a four total? Uh, yeah, it's a four. No, I, I, yeah, that's a not a, like a four pluses. That's my total is four. OK, great. So with the 
uh, with the unfamiliar territory tag working against you, you're able to make it two zones ahead. So you are almost there. You are so close. You don't have much further to go. And Phoebe's just kind of looking back like, come on, move it. So you two back there at three. Let's go. You've got four zones to clear. All right. I did it. That is a six. Ah. You have done it. All right. You overtake Albion. Uh, you just sort of move <laughs> naturally through through this area and just but do 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 hoof it. And you Can get I there. shove Albion on my way past him? I'm not gonna, but could I? Uh, it would probably do back. more harm than good. <laughs> okay. Because you could, if you shoved a running person, you'd probably just push them off balance. Yeah, don't do that. Well, that's bad. Well, yeah, that that's my. Uh, you don't have to be faster than the bear, just faster than your friend. <laughs> yeah, are you, are you saying Albion's not Albion a bear? So much tonight. <laughs> I would push Sly if he was runner, in front don't. of me. No, Roe is fine. No one gets pushed. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Sylvester. Why are you guys all picking on me? Me. <laughs> Give me your action for this exchange. Uh, running, running good. Okay. Uh, I got a five for athletics. Is that good? Yeah, that crosses three zones. Yay. Bye. If I'm not mistaken, (laughs) puts you in that same almost there as, uh, our good friend Albion. I might have this backwards. I was three zones. Oh. I was three zones away. They were four zones away. Oh, okay. So Albion, you have two zones left. Awesome. You're almost there. You're the only one still there. Oh, good. Pretty much. The Malk is coming. Da, 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 da. And it rolled. Okay, so it is now, it has closed a bunch of this distance. It is one zone away from you. You can now see this Malk in wonderful, big old detail. Yeah, you don't want this thing to catch you. It'll probably eviscerate you. You can see the lump on his noggin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't, like, you see this terrifying big cat that is approaching you, and you're like, oh, God, and then there's this, like, this cartoon bump over one of its eyes. (laughs) Uh, It's just like, oh, that must have been the rock that Sly kicked. (laughs) So for the rest of you, this thing is three zones away in thinning underbrush. You can all pretty well see it there now. Um, and there's an Albion between you. So uh, Phoebe is going to take a moment to do an assessment. Oof, that's going to take some time. That's taking extra time for her to focus and get her bearings. Uh, so her turn is effectively done. The threes. Alrighty. I'm actually going to do something different other than run. I'm actually going to... The first thing I'm going to do is... He's one zone behind me, right? Correct. Cool. I'm going to blast him with my shotgun, which I will remind you is loaded with cold iron shavings. Okay. Well, not shavings, but it's a a shotgun shell filled with um, iron flechette, essentially. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You did did bring a nuke to uh, a running party. So make me that shotgun shot. All right. The fairy dust. Plus three, that is an attack of seven. Ooh, okay. Uh, so you 
Uh, it rolled a six on its defense. So uh, clearly it was not totally prepared for this, but it's still has good predatory instincts and it sort of ducks out of the way as much as it can. Uh, how much harm? So I assume that's one plus the three for the weapon and this bypasses catch. Yep. And tag the rock. <laughs> it didn't give a, a consequence, so he can't. No, it's I don't get actually, a free tag on that. It's not really a consequence there. It's just kind of a cartoonish but, image. Yeah, I'm shooting it with the Bane. Uh, you are. Okay. And I just uh, say, tell your friends to fuck off. And I'm going to, uh, is can I still try and run at a minus? Uh, no, you would have to have declared that you were doing a, uh, two different actions and then picked one to be the main. You focused all your attention onto this. Because the other, the other one, supplemental, usually doesn't have a role associated with it, is the thing. And running away would. You might be able to move one zone, but that's about it. All right. Um, if, if I can make a roll to move one zone further, I'll take it. Um, you, you attempt to move one zone. Because, again, this is like a not roll type of thing All right. that you're doing. Um, you can't fully clear the zone. You get a little bit of distance because you, you had to, like aim and shoot and uh this it's a shotgun is... i barely had to aim yeah but the ground that you're on is also still not somewhere you're familiar with so like your footing has to be careful so you don't just trip and fall uh now on three initiative we have our friend Ro. Ro, Albion okay. is uh stopped full on running and just turned and shot um at this point do we can sly and i see what he is seen because I don't think we've like officially you you can you can identify this thing and get a decent look okay it's um, a big freaking kit do I can I use like some kind of supplemental action to see if there are more than just the one absolutely what would your main action be on the round uh would be to shoot it or <laughs> its friends okay so yeah, that makes sense. Trying to do take get an assessment uh, and also uh, take a shot. So you're going to do a quick scoot around. Uh, what is your base alertness? Three. Since this is a sort of a non-rolled thing, you just get your base on this. So um, you're going to do a quick scan and you you feel like, uh-oh, I think I might actually see some other shapes uh, a little more distantly uh, than this one. Like this one's been hauling it hauling ass toward you and you feel like that you are catching glimpses of motion elsewhere that indicate that there are more but they are further away okay uh so, so yeah, take a I'm... shot at minus one cool that <laughs> with the minus one that's a one <laughs> okay um it is yeah there's a bit of distance and it's basically already in motion from trying to avoid uh, Albion's shot fire, shotgun fire. So uh, all of that combines to I don't want to shoot Albion and you try to take a careful shot and it's difficult and you miss. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sly, do you have anything you wish to do this round? I mean, I don't think there's really anything I can do at the moment. I mean, what could I do? I don't have a gun or anything. It's true. You could attempt to try to ascertain more about your circumstances and what's around you to sort of figure out what would make the most sense for you to do next time uh, on your uh, on future rounds. So if you uh, if you wanted to give me a quick investigation uh, to 
scope out the scene, you could. Uh, yeah, sure, let's do that. That's fine. Okay. Uh, investigation roll, go. I got a three. Okay, that's enough for a basic uh, maneuver of scoping things out. So, okay, you have identified the same thing that Roe has, which is there are uh, more Malks and that they are distant, but that distance is not as great as you'd like and is getting smaller because they are moving toward you all and that you have the potential to be surrounded if you stay here for too much longer. So now we have this thing. It is going to um, pretty effortlessly cross the remaining zone and take a big old swipe at Albion. Get up in your shit. Cool, he can sure try. Okay. You should have bought Albion armor. So you are going to be competing against a five on a fist's attack. Alrighty. And I'm rolling with athletics, and that gets me a six. Okay. So you're like, aha, two can play at that game, Malk. And uh, you, you sort of see the way it's about to pounce at you, and you are in motion. You do like a football player juke where it looks like you're going one way and when it starts pouncing, you're like, aha, I'm going this way. So it is in the zone with you and it constitutes an obstruction because it is an active threat that is trying to get you. Um, And it uh, does not swing its razor sharp claws uh, across you this round. It just barely misses. Cool. So Phoebe is going to take a moment. Noticing that this is not ideal, she runs toward you, Albion, and yep. she looks at Roe and at uh, at Sly and just says, I'll, I'll be right back. And she runs forward and is going to attempt to do something a little crazy. She throws herself in wolf form, just like, in mid-sprint, she just sort of rolls into her natural form and jumps at this mulk. She just sort of sinks her claws into this thing's hide. Uh, it doesn't look like to hurt it or rip it apart, but just to get a purchase on it as she opens up a hole to your reality underneath the two of them, and they both fall through this tear in the never-never into the real world and it vanishes uh, both of them and it closes right behind them. Wait. Oh, fuck. She could have done that the whole time? The whole time? She doesn't know where it's gonna go, though. Yeah. Sly actually has the right of it, which is uh, as explained previously, the never-never does not map one-to-one to uh, reality to Earth. Yeah. So, so we don't know where the fuck she went. She right. in Cleveland for all you know. <laughs> At least it's not Detroit. <laughs> you jinxed it. I did. Now they're both dead. <laughs> just the moment they arrived, just dead. <laughs> uh, back the in... The floor is lava, and the lava is Detroit. Greetings, gentle listener. It is I, the one they call Michael, 
master of games, best of friends, and very purple over dramatic boy today, apparently. That's cool and fun. I'm definitely going to keep up this persona for some time. I certainly will not drop back into my default voice whither the ad read comes. Okay, that's enough of that. Let's talk about some books. Specifically, books that you buy in the future. I actually have a message here from your future self. Uh, Let me pull that up real quick. It says, you know that book that you've been having a hard time finding? Uh, You keep going to the bookstore and it's not there. You you keep checking on the big websites uh, that they did not pay me to say their name, so I will not. Uh, Yeah, you keep looking there and you can't find it. Well, hey, you did find it at Abe Books. They're an online marketplace listing millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items. Uh, The note actually says that you went back to college and got a master's degree, and uh, it says that you were only able to do so because you got cheap textbooks, also from Abe Books, which is incredible. Uh, Apparently, the crippling college debt that you otherwise would have suffered Uh, You were able to bear the brunt of it because you didn't have to also uh, sort of throw a lot of money into the racket that is textbooks. You got them for cheap at abebooks.com. They connect you with thousands of professional booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide, which is awesome and incredible. And I have definitely ordered uh, multiple books through them and always been quite pleased. It is a service that I use and recommend wholeheartedly. I've had nothing but good experiences with them. And your future self, apparently, feels the same way. So you're going to go to affiliates.abooks.com slash ppn. That's affiliates.abebooks.com slash ppn. Don't tell me that you're not. Because I have a note from your future self that says you do, and you can't induce a time paradox, you're not allowed. Abe Books will not allow time paradoxes. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show, and thank you so much to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our show, as well as other shows like No Dice, a D&D comedy adventure campaign, home viewing about every movie in John and Bethany's way too large collection. Uh, We have cult classics about making more movies, but bad horse girl movies most of the time. That's always a fun time. Uh, The Ghoul Tank, which I adore, uh, about making new cryptids, some of which may even end up on our show. Only time will tell. Pocket Podcast Network has opened up its own a fan discord server as well i believe you can find a link to that on their twitter which is at pocket podcast nw i got a link from there a little bitly link to the ppn discord bit.ly slash ppn discord talk about our show and all of the other cool shows on the network that you listen to with other wonderful people that listen to them as always we have our discord server for our show uh which most of you probably already know about 
but I'm going to say it again because we have fun there. I know it sounds like we don't when I say it that way, but it, we actually do. Uh, there's some cool new people who have just started listening to the show recently, getting in there and sharing their crop of memes. And uh, we're, you know, getting set up for more Jackbox nights and quite possibly in the near future, some uh, opportunities to play tabletop role playing games virtually with members of the show or just, you know, with yourselves, like have fun. Have fun with your bad selves. Also, uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at GMMCast. We primarily rely on word of mouth for people to find the show. Uh, so tweet about us with the hashtag GMMCast and tell your friends. And hopefully they will also like an urban fantasy show with a weird emphasis on sandwiches and butts. And if you really want to show your support for the show, why not? have that support on your body or on your wall or on the back of your laptop or wherever you want to put a sticker. I don't know. It's your life. So go to the store. We have a merch store for stuff about our show, which is really cool that you can support us pretty directly and also show off to all of the cool people you know that you have a shirt from a podcast and that's pretty great. So. Obviously, I'm doing a good job selling this, which is a place you can go right now, pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash shop. And other shows also have cool merch that you can get through there. It's pretty great. I mean, I would personally recommend getting the uh, set of stickers for the starter Pokemon from Pokemakers from their uh, Pacific Northwest version, because it's got a fire cow and that's adorable. So yeah, I think that's about enough from me. Let's get back into the episode. Hey, I'm Lachlan. And I'm a Jay. We're just two dudes who love ghosts, goblins, ghouls, and monsters so much that we've decided to create our own. Well, how about you give me an example? How do you feel about an electric boy who can only move on subway tracks? Or a sparkly light-up manatee who lives in the deep ocean? Or maybe a hairy office snack thief who uses his extra-long arms to steal lunches? You know what? That sounds pretty good to me. Well, you can hear about all these things and more on The Ghoul Tank. Find us every other Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you can download podcasts. Join us in our journey to create the next big cryptid. Back in reality, we've had some time pass uh, in the never-never of you. Oh, there goes gravity. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube <laughs> running uh, and trying to make your way. So I'm going to say... Uh, Des, let's let's give you one more chance to speed things up and get this done. Uh, let's make you uh, let's have you make me one more scholarship roll. Okay. Okay, that would be a three. Okay. Knowing that you weren't really finding the answers you were looking for, you decided to just scrap that approach and try something else. So. Uh, this this set of search terms is getting you the information that you want. So you had the knowledge and for, you know insight to go, yeah, okay, let's start over. And starting from square one is going to save you multiple minutes of time. You found pretty quickly what you were looking for, uh, which it's like, you know, you don't know how reputable this is, but it's better than nothing. So you are going to try it. Uh, you now have basic instructions for a summoning circle that you are able to grok pretty quickly because you 
actually speak magic. So let's get to it. Let's set up, uh, let's set this thing up. So you're going to have to figure out some symbolic links real quick. Uh, we will talk about that in a second. Oh, you know this thing's name? I do. So, yeah, you're going to have a lot less to do uh, in this particular bit of work because summoning is basically a contest of conviction. Um, and, and I have pizza. Yes, yeah, so you're wise to shoot for five or more shifts above the being's conviction. Um, ten is about the minimum number to make safety probable, and that's a uh, size to beat a superb conviction. So basically, you would be trying to set up a ritual of a certain strength to try to ensure that you would um, win against this thing's conviction. So, okay, great. Uh, because five above means they can't roll out of it. Okay. So uh, I'm going to have you do a quick lore assessment uh, of how intense you think you need to make this. And the higher your number, the more accurate your assessment is going to be. So, so I'm rolling right now? Yes, you are rolling a quick lore assessment to figure out how strong you think you need to make this uh, summoning ritual. Uh, well, that is my base score of five. Okay, you're going to get some much more accurate information uh, from a good roll. And... Yeah, you don't think this thing's got the most incredible conviction ever, but uh, you should still shoot for at least like a target eight, maybe a target nine. Okay. And is this something that um, I have to do in one roll or is this something I could do in successive rolls? The whole point of uh, thaumaturgy is that it's not evocation. You do it in uh, repeated rounds. And oftentimes okay. you have to like skip scenes to get it done because thaumaturgy is usually kind of huge. Okay, but, yeah, I will shoot for an eight then. Okay, so there's a risk uh, that this will fail, but not a great risk. Fendra would have to roll real, real good. Mm-hmm. Great. So you need to summon eight shifts of power with your conviction. Okay. Uh, oh, right. The, we also need to spend like around assembling the actual items. What are you going to use as symbolic things to make this happen, to make your circle work? Okay, um, so she uh, used... Uh, how many things do I need? You need five, because you got five points. Uh, five okay, points on a, um, a circle. Uh, yep. know, star inscribed. Pentagram. Yeah, yeah, circumscribed. Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, well, there is a slice of leftover pizza. There is probably, like, a slice of bread. There is probably a, a little bit of uh, something... Uh, there's like a jar of tomato sauce. Um, there is probably like a slice of cheese. <laughs> um, and maybe she found some glitter. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to assume that the glitter corresponds to uh, spirit in this case. Uh, we'll say, sure, like tomato can be um, earth. Why not? Or maybe no fire. Sure. Tomatoes, fire, uh, bread. That's pretty earthy. So that can be your earth, uh, water. Well, I misunderstood everything about the assignment you just gave me. Thank you. <laughs> You're doing this really quickly based on I limited information. That I needed things that would summon the fairy, not well. Yes, you know, like the, you know, here are five things that make you think fairy. Well, <laughs> it's it's all symbolic. Like you are, you have to find five symbolic items. And yes, you are definitely trying to get a fairy here. So I feel like you're pretty close. Also, you know yep, this I, thing's true name, and you know it likes pizza. 
Mm-hmm. So yep. I had no idea I had to correspond with different elements. So yeah, that's that's why you got five. So you got some of those covered. Uh, water. What are you doing for water? Okay, how about instead of glitter, she uses a cup of lemonade. I think that's I sweet. think the glitter covered uh, the the spirit portion because why not? So okay. lemonade, sweet. I like that. I like that quite a bit. Uh, air. Okay. <sighs> okay. Um, maybe just a candle. I don't know. Electric fan. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, okay, I'm going to have one of the wolves, because there are three of them, trying to help you in a hurry. Try to figure something out real quick. Let's see if we roll something good to assist you here. Oscillate. Okay. Yeah, Wesley Wesley just, like, says, hey, roll me into that corner. And everybody just kind of looks at him funny. He's like, I'm wearing an air cast. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it counts. Nobody has any better ideas. So before That's you can really boy. protest, Annie is just rolling him to to that point. That's my boy. Uh, you also want to uh, to keep the fairy around. You kind of need to trick it into eating your blood. So get some on that pizza. Uh, I imagine one of them has a pocket knife that they could clean very quickly for me to get a finger prick or something. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, they keep those pocket knives clean in between use. So, yeah, okay. John John pulls that out and it's like, yep, here you go. You only need a drop. Yep. So, okay, ouch. And now we are going to have you make a conviction roll. And this is your first round of this. Okay. All right, that is a five- Okay, that's five shifts of success. Take one mental stress. Oh, crap. I have only one of those left, too. Well, you're in a hurry. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in uh, Unreality, Albion. Yep. You just watched Phoebe run toward you, tackle a mulk, and dip out of the never-never just... All of a sudden. So, uh, the second great yeeting of 2020 has occurred in front of you. Oh, jeez. And you and Ro are on top of initiative. Let's well, fucking go. Huzzah. Well, uh, hopefully Phoebe catches up. Let's go. Give me that roll. Give me that roll to run. That's a plus four. Finally, I get one of those tonight. That's going to be a six. Okay. You can catch up with the rest of the group. Um, you know that being in this clearing, you probably won't get a lot more trouble from these things until they have fully surrounded you, and then they will tighten that noose and jump you. So, you have a little bit of time to think and maybe plan. Ro, uh-huh. we're gonna have one last round of exchanges for now, and then it's gonna be a- the time might be a little more free. What are you doing on this round? Uh, of- <sighs> Albion running to you. I assume that because this is a very large predator, that visibility is not something that matters and they can smell us. Is that correct? You don't really have any way to know that. You can attempt to uh, figure that out maybe with a lore roll to see, like, do I know anything about this? I mean, you have a I good mean, intuition. 
Yeah, I'll, let me do that. Because I, I would hope that Ro knows a little bit about, like, big cats in people world. <laughs> and knows that they have really good smell. But also, uh, who knows that what case, Ro knows. It, I mean, in that case, then it might be like a scholarship role. Either way, I don't have any points in those. So, let awesome. me uh, see what I can do. Okay. That that's a two. That's something. Okay. Um, you don't know for sure if that maths out to these things. Uh, you feel like it might, but you can't say for sure. Okay. The, uh, can, can I just can I roll? Can I be invisible? <laughs> you can attempt to be invisible. Um, you, you <laughs> all of you are in the same zone now. Hmm. Yeah, I'm so. gonna cast a. We'll do a level three veil. Is that on you or everyone? Everyone. Okay, so you need four. Well, that's five. Okay. So we're we're hiding. All right, you are all hiding. You are all familiar with Roe throwing a veil over the group, so you know that you have some level of hiddenness. Uh. Sly, did you have anything you wanted to do uh, while you are sort of hidden here, or were you just going to wait it out and try to figure out what to do? We're in like an open field, right? You are in a bit of a clearing in... um, Okay. Yeah. So the underbrush has thinned out significantly, and you uh, you don't really have any cover here. You're just sort of invisible standing in the middle of this, this place. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's on the ground? Okay. On the ground is a thin sheet of snow that is not really enough to impede movement, but is definitely enough to uh, make it unclear what kind of low vegetation might be under you or even really what color the ground is. Uh, So you, you know that you are in a snowy area and you have this realization that Oh, you've been leaving footprints. Great. <laughs> cloak doesn't, great, so the cloak doesn't mean shit. Well, it doesn't if they figure out that you have footprints to follow. Or they smell us. <laughs> so that's some good insight that you just got. Yeah, we can't stay here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't stay here. This is cat country. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I didn't know we were playing with Hunter S. Thompson. Uh... Anyway, I has an idea. What is your idea? Uh, we should start moving away, but I want to, like, uh, cover our tracks while we're doing so to kind of throw them off, I guess. Okay, how are you going to do that? Uh, I don't know. My main idea was basically just to kind of, like, just smudge up the, the footprints we leave behind as we're moving. I don't know how much that's going to help with hunters that are mostly... Hunting us by scent, I imagine. That's true. Uh, I don't know. My only idea was to burn some shit, but since it's all snowy, I don't think I could make anything that could burn. Well, um, you know what? I will give you a, a, a chance to do an investigation to see if you can get something. So give me an investigation. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, target four. Hey, I got a three, but I'm going to spend a fat point. What is with you and fat tonight? Anyway. With a P. Oh, okay. I guess I will tag. Or invoke. Invoke, that's it. That's uh, the ticket. Yeah. 
Nobody likes wizards because it's great to use, especially now. <laughs> so you are trying to, in this unfamiliar landscape, locate something that uh, with which you might start a fire. Yes. Okay. Sure. All right. You, 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 because you hate these things because they're spooky, yep. weirdo, nat unnatural magic types. Yep. Okay. Good enough for me. All right. <laughs> I let you get away with so much. Yes, you do. So you can find the, uh, per there might be in your immediate vicinity, um, some unusual looking plant life. Uh, that's just kind of like, it's like earth plants, like trees, like small trees and shrubs, but just shaped wrong. It looks like you might get something in there that's not actually wet with snow. It, you'll definitely give away like your position by having to sort of reach in and break some things off, but you have something available that might not be soaked through and may be able to start a fire with. Great. Would I have enough time to make a makeshift torch or do I just have enough time to just burn it? I feel like you might only have... Okay, uh, what would you have to start a fire on you? Uh, Zippo lighter, because I've had to cauterize wounds at one point and I just have it on me. You can have another fate point if you want it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm absolutely going to take a fate point for you to justify having a Zippo to <laughs> cauterize wounds with. It's the wound Zippo. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. loves the wound Zippo. Everybody does love the wound Zippo. Okay. You know, until it starts doing its job. Yeah, you know, to have that on you conveniently is absolutely going to be a fate point for narrative convenience. Great. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to starve again. Oh, good. <laughs> With my seven points. Shut up. So you grab, uh, you just grab sort of a bundle of, of this odd wood and just sort of crack, snap a bunch of it out and just take out your Zippo and <laughs> get some fire going on it. And uh, now you are sort of invisible and sort of uh, on fire. Well, not you, but. So now you have some fire. Plants on fire. Okay. Yay. All right. Back in the real world, we have Desdemona making a conviction roll. All right. You have three shifts to go to meet your target. Okay. Well, I hit another five. Awesome. So you have put enough power into this ritual for it to fire. Take one more mental stress. Okay. So if I, if I go, if I finish my, uh, all of them, do I get taken out? Or if it's I can't take anymore. If you cannot take, uh, yeah, if, okay. if you cannot take it, if it rolls off your track, you are taken out of the scene. Okay, because that's all four of my mental stress boxes filled out. Cool. It's been a day. Really has. Uh, mm -hmm. So you, with your knowledge of fairies seem to really like pizza, and also this one is named Fendra Lilu, you attempt to summon and temporarily bind Everyone's favorite, Puff. Ventralilu! Oh, you have pizza for me! Oh, am I so happy to see you. Okay, that's unusual, I guess. Uh, just, just scarfs down that pizza. How would you like to earn more pizza or a favor? Oh, you could have just stopped at more pizza. Would have said yes, but favor works better. Well, uh, it's kind of an emergency, Fender Lilu. Okay, um, no taxis, backsies, favor. What do you want? 
yeah, we uh, we can do favor. That's fine. It's an emergency. Um, do you remember that time you uh kind of grabbed Albion out of the the lake and brought him back? Uh huh. Well, um, my three friends, uh, Albion, Roe, and Sylvester, are currently in the Never Never. I don't know where. Um, if there is any way you can find them and bring them back safely. That would be amazing. You don't even have to bring them here. If it's easier to bring them back to my house, you could do that too. But like, uh, I know that that's probably a very big ask to get them back safely but if, and find them in the first place. But I don't know what else to do, Fendra Lilu. Okay. Well, how did they get there? Uh, I imagine we're, we're still outside of the shed. Yep. The shed door is open and there's just, again, this inky, black, weird, pulsy portal over here. Desdemona will just kind of point. They went in there. Oh, well, then should be easy. Well, uh, in theory, yes, it would be easy. However, um, I, I took a look at it uh, and it looks like it probably won't line up again with where they might have gone. It's shifting around. It's not stable. That doesn't make sense. It really doesn't, Fendra Lilu. Nothing about this makes sense. Okay. I assume it has not shifted too far, so maybe I get head start. Woo! And uh, she just zips. Uh, like, you realize that your circle uh, didn't even really matter, like, if it worked or not. And it looks like it really wouldn't have actually contained Fendra Lilu because she just kind of woo, scoots right out of it. Thank you for the pizza, bye! And she just Bye. zooms away into there. Uh, meanwhile, in the never-never that Fentralilu has just disappeared into, uh, we have you three, and you now have a sort of makeshift torch uh, made out of kindling, pretty much. Uh, what are you going to do uh, with, with that? Because at this moment, you don't really know what's going on uh, and how long you have to keep these things away. All right, we um, we waiting for uh for her to get back. We should probably keep moving, cause God knows what's yeah. about to happen. Moving fucking where? We don't have her guiding us. Um, as if on cue, she pops back into your existence, in nearby to where uh, she disappeared through, and you see her just loping toward you. Uh, this pretty badly beaten up wolf shape. Uh, you can see some like deep scars uh, that are just sort of open there. Uh, and she actually has to sort of find out where you are. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, she figured it out. I mean, there's footprints. She's able to put some things together with her great survival score. Uh, and she runs in your approximate direction and sort of rolls back into being a a person-shaped thing and uh she can sort of see there's some smoke there as well and she just yells at you like okay so i left that in uh your world we will have to clean that up later but right now uh where is fire hand me fire sylvester you're gonna hand her fire okay here she grabs the kindling basically from you uh starts kind of burning her hand because it's been actively burning and there's not a lot there. 
So it seems like she does not pay attention to that as she very quickly just takes it and stuffs it into that bush that you were next to and starts setting that more fully ablaze so that you have something that is more on fire next to you. Yay, more fire. Okay, uh, that will keep them away for a little bit longer, but not quite sure where we would come out if we just sort of ducked out from here. Um, You can see they're starting to, like, move around uh, and kind of close in even more. You can almost start to see the actual shapes of them. Anywhere's better than here. Yeah, moving through the underbrush, it's like, oh, you might actually be fully surrounded by these things now. You do have some fire, which is making them cautious and uh, tentative. And uh, you hear a sound that is a very familiar sound at this point. It is a high-pitched voice. It just says, Friends! Where are friends? (laughs) Um... Vandra! Vandra! Echoing through this little area that you're in, you you hear uh, Fendra's voice coming from somewhere you can't totally discern. Uh, And then she just sort of zips toward you uh, and says, Okay, follow me, please. And everybody, uh, you can just sort of look at each other like, I guess this is happening. And uh, start trying to follow Start trying to follow Fendra. Um, are you going to, like, grab some more just, like, fire so that you can maybe, like, keep things from getting yes. too close to you? Yeah, okay. So you're going to, yes. yeah, you break off some more wood and, like, dick, stick it into the bush and just start, you know, kind of waving that about, like, ah, get away. Uh, Pretty much. I'm going to take two. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take two. So, uh, and then call you in the morning. Yes. Dr. Jokes. <laughs> okay, so you grab... Precisely. Exactly. You grab some of that, and uh, are you going to try to keep that veil up so that it's like it's harder to keep track of you, or are you just abandoning that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you're just going to focus on following Fendra Lilu. I yes, I would like to just get out. Okay, so uh, as I'm focused on burning shit behind us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, scorched earth tactics. All right. So General Sherman would be proud. (laughs) all right so you are you're running uh following fendra trying to get to somewhere and uh as you're moving through uh the underbrush you realize that mulks are just like kind of really close by one of them is going to take a jump and that's going to jump toward albion albion you are going to have to uh make me a quick dodge uh against a four athletics you mean yeah. All right. I just hit a four. Okay. So you can like feel this thing brushing uh, against like the back of your coat. Uh, and uh, as it just barely misses you, uh, it's this large gray cat just jumps out and attempts to uh, skewer you. Um, Ro, mm-hmm. you have one that is making a pounce at you. Also a four as it is trying to snag you and keep you from uh, running with your friends. This is okay. not for damage. This is it trying to grab you. Maneuver. Yeah. 
do I, with maneuvers, do I have to match or beat something or just what I get? You, they set a target of four for you. Oh, um, okay. So they, they, they've caught a row. They've caught a row. What did you roll? Fuck. One. <laughs> Amazing. So, okay. <laughs> this thing has jumped out and has uh, pinned row. Uh, I think that means we have to go in alertness order for reactions now. Oh, boy. No. Fuck. You know what time it is. So we are starting with our uh, our pretty beat-up wolfware, who is going to attempt to break this up. Okay. She, she bites this mulk in the butt <laughs> to kind of surprise it um and i will this, by the way not in wolf form at this moment because she was running with you as like a person just now uh she just straight <laughs> bonus she just straight bites this cat's butt with her human mouth it's amazing and uh it seems to have the desired effect you are still prone but you are not uh actively pinned you might be able to uh get free all right um it's may I do a thing? Yeah, if you want to go before row, uh sure, if that's cool with you. Um so I mean I can't really do a whole lot, so that's fine. He's going to Gugnir's gonna snap into his other hand, and he is going to hold the Gugnir in one hand, sort of outstretch his arm at like a 90 degree angle, and use it to prop up the shotgun. As I'm going to um Use my fate point to, to use righteousness, which means I'm going to add my conviction to my gun roll to attack him with the uh, iron flechette shotgun round. Hey, hey, I, I have an idea. Maybe you should let Ro go first so she can try to escape so she doesn't accidentally get shot in the crossfire by, you know, pellets. Uh, Please don't you, kill me. Could, yeah. Fun fact, I like the way you think, but mechanically there's not really that risk. All right, can okay, we okay. cut, can we cut yeah, out them interrupting me? Because I'm doing something cool. Jesus. Oh, right. Darius, don't you kill my moment here. So the silver fire lights up Albion's arm, lights up the eye. He Holt props up the shotgun, presses it right to the side of the Malk, and uh, yells these words in dramatic fashion. No, bad, drop it, drop it. Oh, God. I will tell you, Jesus based Christ. on your success, if you uh, actually get to press it up against it, but I like where your head's at. All Give right, me so I add my conviction to this gun's roll. Uh-huh. So that is six plus four is ten. Wow. Okay. Cool. Uh, <laughs> good. I love that. Plus the weapon value for the difference, because it rolled five. So that's eight. Ooh, boy. Uh, okay. Uh, I am going to give it... The um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a uh, a severe consequence of like kind of like a scalded dog dot 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 cat. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go with like a a. It's kind of stunned and in shock because it just took a lot of damage to its body that did not immediately kill it, but it is like what what just happened, and it's it's trying to process all this pain. So, Ro, what up? I'm gonna try to fight out of its grasp. 
It is not actively grabbing you, given the two things that just oh. happened to it. It's having a very yeah. bad day, but you are able to probably escape if you are. Uh, it, you would have to make me, I think, we'll call it an athletics to uh, to effectively sprint okay. against an obstacle. Yes, I would like to leave, please. That's a four. Okay, so you're able to sort of roll out from under this and uh, get back up to your feet and get moving again. All of you are going to keep following Fendra, and uh, we have one more that's going to try to grab the group because you did get slowed down. It, it enabled one of them to attempt to catch Dr. Cooper Smith in its jaws. This one is going for pain. Uh, okay, cool. And it is rolled. This rocky. Uh, rolled real good. So um, that's a seven. Neat. I also rolled a seven. Michael, I learned the hard way how hard it is to actually hurt Sylvester Cooper Smith. Yep, I know. <laughs> so, um, it. I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna narrate this that you 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 get the glimpse of this thing with its arms forward, mouth open, just fangs bared, ready to plunge into your your neck, and uh, you just sort of duel. You drop your weight and put your arms forward to like catch it by the face and sort of grab grab its neck and redirect its momentum fully over you. So it passes uh, over you without actually, you know, slicing you or chomping you at all. So yes, you would keto throw this thing away. Pathetic. <laughs> I think you mean predictable. <laughs> no. <laughs> so as you are making your way uh, through through this thick underbrush now, uh, you have a moment of clarity and realization from Phoebe. She's like, Faith, I think, I think I know where we'll come out now. And Fendra is like, yep, let her rip. So she opens a way, and uh, at the same time as Phoebe opens, uh, kind of opens a way so like that all of you can just scoot through a little faster because uh, you have multiple sort of path options to get the hell out of this part of the Never Never. So you, I assume, are all going to just like jump through that. Yep. Okay. Give me all one mm -hmm. last sprint roll uh, with a uh, with a uh, challenge of one. Hey, I made it. That's a one. I got a okay. three. I do it like I do it, but stylishly. Six. Okay. Yeah, you you do it flawlessly, <laughs> like you've done this a million times before. Albion, you just sort of keep your stride and just make it all the way through. Ro, you stumble uh, and sort of bobble forward through one of these. And, I mean, you make it. It's just not pretty. And uh, I, I'm going to say that you basically faceplant into reality um, because you have run into a tree a very uh, friendly real-world tree. It's somewhere you don't know exactly where, but, I mean, the trees are evergreen, so it's probably in the right area of the world. It looks like the kind of trees you'd have in Vermont. You're just not 100% sure where you are. At which point, Fendra says, Okay, you're back in the real world now. All right, bye! and poof. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
Okay. Gwen, ah. your t-shirt has a picture of Star Fox on it. He's flying the R-Wing and he's shooting lasers at Car Fox, who is driving a Jeep Durango through the <laughs> desert. <laughs> what does the shirt say? I love Dune. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. The perfect Zuma response. Holy shit, I love that. Star Fox shooting lasers at Car Fox in the desert and the shirt just says, I love Dune. <laughs> That's really good. Is that not what Dune is about? <laughs> Pretty much. It is. I mean, it is. It really is what it's about. Yeah. All right. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.